Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh lolly, lolly, lolly. Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How do, Max? Yeah, hello. <laughs> How's your week been? Good. Good? Yeah. Get up to any particular mischief this week? Uh, taking photos of the chair. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> how, how'd, how'd that go? Good. Good? It was fun. Fun, yeah, yeah. excellent. <laughs> and uh, only one more sleep till you're back at school. I bet you're excited yeah. about that. Um, don't know. Don't know? Oh, <laughs> teachers might be listening. <laughs> uh, no, well, it is, yeah, final day of uh, school holidays. Everyone's back to it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, kind of looking forward to it, even just getting back with mates, maybe. Yeah. The social side of school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Well, we have a big old show to uh, get to, so let's find out what's new on the shelf this week. What's new, Radio Max, what have you found in the uh, looks like the biscuit aisle? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's TV snacks. TV snacks, yes, which we have uh, featured on the show before. Chocolatey biscuits. Uh, what's so What's so new about them? It's crispy cream donuts, original grey glazed flavour. Mm-hmm. So they've teamed up with Krispy Kreme. Just when you thought it couldn't get any more sickly sweet. <laughs> so is it like a chocolate coated layer, or is it uh, crispy glaze on the outside? That will be the big question. Um, they've kind of gone with the Krispy Kreme style packaging on the outside oh wow they're not okay so they're not just any old tv snack looking tv snacks what do they look like donuts yeah so mini versions i wonder if they're actual donut dough maybe maybe not they're looking very biscuity yes they are (laughs) quite sold like a biscuit do they have any um hint as to what uh, what we're going to be chomping down onto. Um, Is it like a wheat biscuit base or because you know the texture actually feels like a TikTok biscuit. Mm-hmm. You know the how TikTok biscuits have that glaze to the icing? Yeah. But these are, yeah, size and shape of a donut about double the size of a 20 cent piece. Yeah, it's like wheat flour. Wheat flour biscuit base. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. They don't snap. There we go. 
So they're quite a solid base. <laughs> you, you need to have had uh, five or six wheat picks to break through it <laughs> with your fingers. Um, and yeah, that glaze on top, as I said, very reminiscent of a TikTok. But uh, Max is going for the taste test. Let us know what you think, Max. Crunchy. Very crunchy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sounding crunchy. How's the flavour? Does it taste like a Krispy Kreme donut? Dunno. I really shouldn't have said TikTok biscuit because that's all I have in my head right now. Mm. It's exactly what it tastes like. Yep. Right down to the the outer crunch layer. Mm-hmm. They they could have tricked me and just said it was a, a TikTok biscuit and I would have believed them. Maybe that's what Krispy Kreme donuts are deep down inside. They are <laughs> doughy TikTok biscuits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. What's your thoughts? One thumb up. Not so keen? Mm. One out of two? Yeah. They're sweet enough. Like, you wouldn't necessarily uh, sit and devour an entire box <laughs> all in one sitting. Yeah. Which uh, would, of course, be terribly unhealthy. What's the recommended uh, serving size and things like that saying? Serving size, 25 grams, about two biscuits. Oh, wow. So you've got plenty of serves in there. And servings per package, 6.6. Well, thank you, Arnott's, for uh, some interesting TV snacks. Uh, Are TikTok biscuits Arnott's? That's the question. Are they just trying to trick us all around? Let's find. Yes, they are indeed. So, Arnott's TikTok, maybe they're just trying to (laughs) trick us into buying a different biscuit. Uh, We will take a very quick break here on Afternoon Delight. Then we will be back to find out all about this week's topic. It is time on Afternoon Delight to have a bit of a chat about this week's topic, which uh, is Tato. Mm. <laughs> now, I'm not talking about potato, but uh, Tato, a brand of chips and popcorn manufactured in the Republic of Ireland. Mm. Ever heard of them? No. <laughs> no, neither had I. Uh, they were founded by Joe Murphy in May 1954. And uh, they're now owned by the German snack food company Intersnack. But uh, they invented the first flavoured crisp production process. So prior to that, any of your potato chips were just your plain potato chip. (laughs) These guys were the ones that uh, began to add seasoning to their potato chips. And the rest is history. So the first two seasons uh, produced were cheese and onion and salt and vinegar. Companies worldwide sought to buy the rights to their technique, and Ireland is very proud of their potato heritage, as uh, people would be (laughs) aware out there. So in 2010, Tato opened their own theme park called Tato Park. What the heck do you think would happen at Tato Park? Don't know. If it's all based on, you know, celebrating the humble potato or potato chip, what sort of things might, might there be? If you were to go to Potato World. Potato roller coasters. Potato roller coasters, yeah, possibly. They have different zones in there. 
So there's the Eagle Sky Adventure Zone, and it's a wooden roller coaster. So you're kind of on the right track with the potato one. Um, but it's themed on Irish mythology. They've also got the Junior Zone with some air jumpers, a shot tower, pony rides, honeypot bears, grand carousel, leapfrogs and stuff like that. They've got their own zoo area. It's an open area which includes rare breeds of farm animals, farm animals uh, such as Highland cattle, pygmy goats, and Vietnamese potbelly pigs. And uh, down under is one of their zones as well, where you can visit emus and wallabies. Which, of course, because this is an island, would be quite a tourist attraction. But there you go. It is the sixth most popular attraction in the Republic of Ireland, apparently. <laughs> Tato Park. But the Tato crisps themselves uh, these days have several different flavours. Cheese and onion, salt and vinegar, smoky bacon, prawn cocktail, and every so often a limited edition flavour such as Tex-Mex. They are targeted by the healthy eating market because they are low salt and low fat. Um, They refer to their range as the happy and healthy range. I did say they also have nuts and popcorn as well. So uh, popcorn pleasure, salted peanuts and dry roasted peanuts are in their wheelhouse. They also have a branch of snacks, including chickatees, bacon fries, mighty munch, which is a corn snack available in islands shaped like a monster's paw. Have you seen those before, the mighty munch? I think so. Yeah, we occasionally get them in kind of the $2 shops here in Australia. Mm-hmm but you don't often see them on the supermarket shelves. Um, they have snaps and Johnny onion rings as well. Got no idea what either of those things are. <laughs> uh, in their happy and healthy range, they also have the treble crunch farmhouse cheddar and spring onion and a velvet crunch potato chip. I'm assuming that's going on the texture as opposed to the flavour. Yeah. Not, not quite sure whether velvet would taste nice. The face of Tato is their mascot, Mr. Tato, and it's used in a number of marketing campaigns. Um, In 2007, in the Irish general election, Tato ran an advertising campaign with Mr. Tato running as a fake election candidate. Uh, Tato claimed that the number of spoiled votes in the constituency indicate that some people actually voted for the fake mascot, as opposed to voting for real politicians. Uh, they were fined during the campaign for littering because it had fake election posters being posted in public p- places. And even though it's a really clever advertising campaign, technically it broke the littering law. So that is uh, a bit of a background to Tato, Tato chips. Um, apparently there is also another manufacturer of chips in Northern Ireland who describe themselves as the third largest snack manufacturer in the UK, they're completely separate to the Tato chips from the Republic of Ireland. Ireland has this thing where there's a big feud between the top and the bottom of the country. So, uh, bizarrely, there are two Tato-branded chips in the one country, one from either end, Um Their signature brand is also cheese and onion flavour. They sell beef and onion, uh, smoky bacon, salt and vinegar, Worcestershire sauce, prawn cocktail, spring onion, roast chicken and pickled onion as different flavoured chips. 
but uh, they're nothing like, apparently, these ones that we have today in the studio. So uh, we shall take a very quick break before going head-to-head here in the studio with our uh, great debate and see whether or not these Tato chips stack up against some Aussie brands. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It's not necessarily pitting lolly versus lolly this week, is it? (laughs) It's more of a chip off. Uh-huh. The old block. Uh, so, today we have Tato chips, the original Irish crisp, uh, versus two different Aussie chips, all of them having exactly the same flavour. So, we're kind of going, you know, apples for apples, as so to speak. Um, so, these are cheese and onion flavoured chips. So, first up, I guess we go with the Tato, as uh, neither of us have had them before. Uh, they are made in Ireland, as we said, and uh, they cooked in, what does it say here, 100% sunflower oil. So apparently that's better for you than uh, <laughs> some of the other fatty oils. Um, does have a reasonably high salt content, 11% salt and 22% fat, but we'll compare that to uh, our other chip flavours as we go along. So uh, dive in there to Tato Park and uh, grab yourself some cheese and onion Tato crisps. Okay, what are you noticing? You, well, depends on what chip you get. Yeah. You can see the flavouring. Okay, yeah. A little bit of it. So they're looking very much like the Thins chips, because mm-hmm. they're a thin cut chip. They don't feel greasy at all, they're quite dry. Yeah, they sound like they've got a bit of a crunch to them. Mm-hmm. What's the flavour like? It's good. Good? Mm-hmm. Mm. A very strong onion flavour. Can I taste cheese is the question. It's a very powerful oniony taste actually. It tastes <laughs> kind of like that caramelised onion you get from a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Can you taste the cheese with the onion, though? Dunno. I'm just getting a very powerful... I would almost call that just an onion-flavoured chip. Mm-hmm. But it's nice. Like, it's kind of... The chip itself is almost melt in your mouth. Yeah. Um, as crunchy as it is, with uh, Mr. Tato's <laughs> smiling face on the front of the bag. Yeah, it's a very, very onion-heavy flavour. Yeah. Do we want to go then, um, we've got the Thins made in Australia, considering that they're very similar style. Do we want to go those ones next, perhaps? So, uh, this is the Thins brand. Mm-hmm. And again, cheese and onion flavoured. Uh, what are we cooked in here? This is vegetable oil. What's our salt versus the, uh, the Tato chips? Salt, salt, salt. Ah, clever. They hide it as potassium. 150 milligrams. Doesn't give us a percentage, actually. Per serving, per 100. So let's go Tato. Salt per 100 gram is 1.5 grams versus, wow, 1,580 milligrams. So that's, oh, similar. Similar sort of salt content, actually. Mm. Uh, Fat content, 10%. In the thins... 
versus, what did we say? 34.3 grams per 100 versus 24. Actually, the thins have a uh, lower fat content. Mm-hmm. What are they doing for you flavor-wise? You can definitely see the flavor on these ones. Mm-hmm. It's got um, green flecks. I'm assuming that's your onion. It's not. Um. Hmm. Tastes a bit saltier. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it must be... From the picture on the front, it just looks like normal brown onion, but the taste is more a spring onion, kind of a chives, like a cheese and chives flavour. Mm-hmm. You can taste the cheese in this one, at least. Mm. Yeah, this one's definitely... It's a lot saltier. Yeah. But it's got that mix of the, the cheese and the onion flavour. So if you're going for flavour, this one definitely has a bit of kick to it. Less uh, an onion taste kind of balances the two out. Yeah. One to go then. The Smith's chips. Interesting that both Smith's and uh, Thin's have got almost identical packaging. Yeah. Like even the shade of yellow that they've used is very, very similar. But um, let's go for uh, flavour and taste and texture and all that jazz. Of course, uh, the Smith's ones are a crinkle cut chip. I've always thought the crinkle cut chips seem to catch the flavour better. Hold it in. Uh, this has a higher salt ratio, so this is 1,570 milligrams. Oh no, it's actually a little bit less than thins, but it is still more than the tato. And 33.6 grams of fat in the Smiths versus the 28 in the thins. So thins is still coming out on top as the uh, the healthier one when it comes to fat content. 34 and 33. Oh, it actually, the crinkle cut Smith chip comes out on top for fat content across the board. Thins, lower salt, and uh, maybe tater, lower flavour. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking of the, the cheese and onion uh, crinkle cut Smith's chip? It's a lot weaker. Well, the flavouring is a lot weaker than the. Yeah, it's very potato y. Yeah. Which busts my flavour theory that I had. Mm. Well, the crinkle cuts hold the flavour in the, the crinkles. Um, a bit disappointing, Smiths. I can kind of taste cheese and onion. Like, it's, it's got a sharp taste to it. Mm. But I wouldn't necessarily be able to say, mm, yeah, that's cheese and onion. It's got a bit of a cheesy... I'd, I'd almost say it's more a cheese taste, yeah. this one. So maybe Thins, out of the three chips... Has the overall better flavour in my book? What do you think? I like the tato one. More subtle? Mm. Okay. How do you rank the three then? Tato, thin, smiths. Yeah, I'm probably going thin, smiths, tato. (laughs) (laughs) Just to really put a spanner on the works. But, um, okay, well, we'll stick those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know. Cheese and onion off. Uh, Is there a better brand that we haven't got in the studio? You can text it in 0439 329 713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Uh, We'll be back with our sweetest tune after this, so please don't go anywhere. Time on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune, and this week... Uh, we've gone with the, the chip flavour 
to inspire our musical choice. Um, this band is a parody band, uh, so they're not they're not real. They are the Ruttles, and uh, they put out a soundtrack to their telly movie All You Need Is Cash back in 1978. The album is all these tongue-in-cheek versions of Beatles songs that were featured in their film and the main instigator of the Ruttles was Neil Innes who composed a majority of the songs. He was almost a member of Monty Python and is one of the main artists behind the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. So some of the other members of the Rootles were Eric Idle, John Halsey, Ricky Fatar, and Neil Innes. So uh, this particular track is literally called Cheese and Onions. And uh, it's a parody of the song Imagine. So uh, here it is on Afternoon Delight, our sweetest tune this week. It's the Rootles with Cheese and Onions. Is the Ruttles with cheese and onions? What do you think of that one, Max? It was different. <laughs> different. Yeah. Uh, you aware of the whole Beatles phenomena? Do you have any favourite Beatles tunes? Or uh, not really. Not really. <laughs> so uh, that the yeah, parody album, The Ruttles, um, and cheese and onions. We're going to take a quick break because coming up after this, we're going to be chatting to uh, another one of our listeners about a bit of nostalgia, one of their sweet memories, something that they might want to bring back on the shelf. So uh, we'll be back right after this. Let the world see what you have got. Bring it all back to you. Back. Welcome to the show, Kat. How's it going? Good, Joffa Max. It's good. It, it is a day to reminisce. Uh, long-time listeners of Afternoon Delight would uh, not only know you as a long-time Facebook fan, but a former presenter of the program, one Absolutely. of the, the ridgy didgers. <laughs> Had to give it up. We ate too many lollies. <laughs> well, uh, we're here to talk about, uh, not lollies, but flavoured milk. Yeah, absolutely. My memory, and this would be about when I was four, Right. there was a product in the world called Mr Men Milk, and... Um, so what it was, it was a vanilla-flavoured milk, and it came in a 300ml container, and it had Mr. Men figurines on the outside, I think Mr. Strong. Now, because it was about four, I reckon it was about maybe four years after Mr. Men sort of started coming out and, and being available in, like, the books were being available yes, in the yeah, world. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was a definite tie-in, but I was living in the Northern Territory at the time, so... Uh. We would fly down to stay in Geelong with my grandmother, Mm -hmm. and she would walk me around to the heightened grocers, and in the fridge at the back there, there was a little milk section where I could buy my Mr. Men milk. (laughs) Well, over the years, there's been all these Mr. Men tie-ins to things like 
chocolate bars and ice creams. But I'll admit, I have struggled to hunt down this Mr. Men milk that you speak of. I, I, I know. I did a bit of Googling today because I thought, oh, if I've got to talk about this this afternoon, <laughs> I, I should know a bit more about it apart from my poor recollection. Now, I don't know if it was just something that was sort of bought by Geelong Dairies or something. Oh, like, perhaps, a, yeah. I, like, I, I don't know. There, there apparently is a Mr. Milk in the world that mm-hmm. it might have been based on. Yeah. But the packaging was not the same. It was like a small big M sort of packaging. Um, yeah, I'm sure it just had Mr. Strong on it. So let's go. It was a tie-in for healthy bones or something like that. Well, I came across uh, an article um, online that has Mr. Men characters on it, but it seems a little bit too modern for what you're talking about. Um, that said, it also has Dennis the Menace on it. So <laughs> it could possibly be um, something similar. But uh, yeah. the story itself is about a primary school in uh, Kilton Lane, Carlin, Howe, uh, on the other side of the world from us. Yeah. And uh, they've, they've been trying to um, recycle their, their milk cartons because these are Mr. Men milk that get delivered to their classrooms. Okay. So I, I, as a primary school student, had uh, mini milk delivered to the classroom for a little while there. They were trying to uh, bring back milk into classrooms, and it wasn't in glass <laughs> bottles. Ours was in plastic containers. Yeah. If you can think of such a thing. Oh, horrendously wrong. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have the, the classroom milk? I don't remember having the classroom milk. I really don't. I, but until... Oh, I don't know, probably grade two, so sort of getting on to mid-80s. I was in New South Wales in the Territory, so right, yep. you know, the rules just didn't apply. No, well, <laughs> possibly wouldn't be having your dairy produce in such a climate. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not like down here with all the cows. So, Max, have you got any uh, questions or queries about Mr. Men Milk for Cat? What are you thinking when um. you, you hear of it? I don't know. <laughs> Is it something that uh, you would want to see on the shelf in this day and age? Yeah. Are Mr. Men still, uh, you know, up front in your your psyche? Yeah, I've got the books. Got the books? At home. Do you yeah. have a favourite Mr. or Little Miss character? Uh, Mr. Strong. Mr. Strong? Yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, Cat's Mr. Milk. <laughs> could, <laughs> could, could be onto a winner then for you. Uh, even if they could bring back a vanilla-flavoured milk, that would just make me so happy. You know, you've got the blue yes. heaven at the moment and all the rest. If I could just find a vanilla milk, oh, I'd be happy. That's a very good point. Because, yeah, a lot of the flavoured milks these days are vanilla malt. They don't have just a vanilla vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Well, you thank there you, you go, for... marketing companies. I'm on to it for you. Don't you worry. <laughs> you are. Thank you for taking us on a bit of a trip down memory lane. We'll uh, shout it out on the Facebook page, see if anyone else remembers... Uh, I'd, I'd love to know that I haven't somehow hallucinated <laughs> this whole thing. So if anybody else can confirm that, you know, in Geelong in the 80s there was a Mr. Men Milk, that'd make me super happy. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you so much, Kat. And uh, people can uh, hear you on OCRFM Wednesday nights after LOL Radio. Yeah, 7 till 9, two hours of new Australian music on the Australia Bacchanalia. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much <laughs> for uh, your Mr. Milk hunt and uh, we'll see if we can find out any more information from the, the big wide world.
thank you. I appreciate that uh, afternoon delight. That'd be great. A pleasure. <laughs> and uh, we shall catch you later. Okay. Bye bye. We'll be back after this with a recipe. It is time and afternoon delight to share a recipe. Max, what are we making in the kitchen this week? Homemade potato chips. Okay. How does one make homemade potato chips? Two medium yolkone gold or Idaho potatoes. Three tablespoons of vegetable oil. Salt and freshly ground pepper to taste. So these are pretty much your stock standard chips. Yeah. <laughs> not much not much else of the uh, ingredients, but the recipe is what, what makes it. Yeah. Preheat the oven to 200 degrees um, Celsius. Spray a baking sheet with non-stick cooking spray and set aside. Peel and wash two medium yolk on gold or Idaho potatoes. Let the potatoes air dry for about 10 minutes before slicing. If the potatoes aren't dry after 10 minutes, pat them dry with an absorbent paper towels using a hand-held slicer or metal slice the potatoes to about one-eighth of an inch thick. After slicing the potatoes, place them in a bowl. Once you are completely done slicing, drizzle the oil over the potato slices and toss the bowl using a pair of kitchen tongs to coat them. Arrange them in a in the baking sheet in a single layer and sprinkle them with salt and pepper. Place a baking sheet in the centre of the preheated oven and bake until the tops are crisp. This should take up to 15 minutes, but check the potatoes after 10 minutes just to be sure. Transfer the potato chips to a wire cooling rack as soon as they come out of the oven to let them cool. You can also serve them immediately if desired. And there's lots of different ways that you could uh, turn them into different flavours. Now, we've been mainly focusing on cheese and onion. So what would we need to do to make cheese and onion version? Season the potato chips with salt and pepper as usual. Right when the chips come out of the oven, sprinkle them with two, two teaspoons of powdered cheese, the kind that is typically used to season popcorn and one teaspoon of onion powder. That seems pretty simple. Mm -hmm. So you're not doing it prior to baking, otherwise you're going to end up with a crusty (laughs) cheese chip. But uh, there you go. That is how to make yourself some uh, cheese and onion potato chips. There's other suggestions there on the uh, site that we're going to share on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you wanted to make some different spiced flavours. But uh, we're almost out of time. We're going to take a very quick break and then we'll be back to wrap up the show by unwrapping your Kinder Surprise. Kinder. 
delight to uh, wrap up the show by unwrapping our kinder surprise max has got the uh, capsule open there what have we got inside it's an otter with a baby otter an otter with a baby otter Mm -hmm. oh there you go i think we've had an otter with a baby otter before yep as you uh so it's sitting on a plastic um kind of replication of uh, water on its back and then as you wheel it along it, does it wobbles around wobbles around kind of jiggling the baby over. To be. Yeah. <laughs> although that one isn't there we go Mac, uh, it's yes <laughs> this, this is brilliant radio <laughs> the, the wheel was sticking Max couldn't quite make it turn but uh, it certainly does work there yeah uh, there we go. Well, that is another ep of uh, Afternoon Delight Down. Thank you very much for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed the show today. And as always, if you'd like to get in contact with uh, suggestions for future editions or if you've got uh, some sweet, sweet memories to share, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Big thanks to Kat for talking Mr. Men Milk today. And uh, we'll be back with more next week. All going well from 3 p.m. Yeah. Bye bye. See ya. When everything's a little clearer in the light of day, and you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Thinking of you, working up my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon